Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you are listening to the most electrifying podcast in all of internet radio today. You are listening to the Sports Wire, and thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading it wherever you do on any podcast subscription-based service that you may uh, subscribe to, any podcast platform, anywhere. I want to thank you all for listening and downloading on this daily Sports Wires, and I've been having fun just kind of getting my thoughts out there every single day here. Remember, we do go with Anchor.fm for our hosting, for our podcast, for my podcast. And uh, it's the best one. I definitely recommend you check it out, Anchor.fm. And uh, as always, you can go ahead and uh, follow me, Vinny Apicella, on Twitter, at SWE, as well as... Uh, you can follow the Sportswire on both Twitter and Instagram at Sportswire Audio. And then uh, email, email sportswireaudio at gmail.com and www.sportswireaudio.com. So, what's on the agenda for today? What's on the docket? Well, Jordan Miles is back. But I think this is kind of the end of the, the, end of the road for this controversy and the t-shirt controversy. Um... Jordan Miles actually uh, released a statement on his Instagram instead of Twitter. Probably because Twitter only gives you 220 characters. So instead of doing a very long um, tweet chain, he ended up going ahead and uh, he ended up going ahead and doing on Instagram, which makes sense. So, all right. So this is from Gogo underscore Miles, which is his Twitter feed. This is uh, Jordan Miles. He releases, I believe, yesterday or, or, or either yesterday or the day before. Uh, Monday or Tuesday, I would assume. He goes, my tweets yesterday were completely disrespectful and unprofessional. I have often, I have offended a ton of people and used anger to fuel me. With that being said, I'd like to take this time to state and apologize for not giving a shit about what others think of me. The anger I have inside of me has been built up for... Years now. Call me what you want, but you'll never, ever be able to call me fake. I've been lied to, T-O-O, used and often mistreated by others who I viewed as associates. I've tipped toe around, kept quiet, even took some L's when necessary. Emotionally charged up due to the shirt which triggered past emotions. I'm never going to be sorry for being me nor will I take back my words. I am the damn professional wrestler in the world and universe today. My ribs are touching and I'm tired of waiting. Time to snatch plates from those that have been eating far too long and always get seconds, while guys like myself have to eat crumbs from the floor like an unwanted child. For four years, I gave my all to to a promotion only to find out that you could only reach so high just as long as you didn't surpass certain quote-unquote people. I never begged for anything. I never kissed no ass, nor did rub elbows with the right people to get ahead. I hustled, worked hard. I didn't call Hunter every day to get booked to New Japan. Shout out to NJPW. I earned it. I've always wanted to be quote-unquote the guy. And, and, and of no one will allow me to be in that spot. 
I shall blaze my own trail to that spot, rather it be by the approval of others or not. Today I shall continue to go the distance. Today I shall lee moving forward. Today I shall rise up from my past ashes like a dark phoenix, phoenix and promote change in this industry. Remember these words, I am the best in the world and no man or woman will stop me from being honest. Go the distance. Hashtag miles ahead, hashtag for the culture. So, so a, an unapology apology from Jordan Miles. He does, he does say that, you know, so a lot of his tweets were disrespectful. But you know what? He doesn't necessarily apologize for putting them out there. And number two, he kind of needs to learn how to <laughs> speak English correctly. But that's neither here nor there. I know that'll get me into some heat. But, see, here, here's, the, here's the problem, okay? First of all, I get it, and I understand it. Like I said, I empathize with people. I can respect the fact, the drive to succeed, you know, to, to uh, show the haters that they don't mean anything and to prove them wrong. And I get it, because I've been there. I've been through that. For those of you that have been listening to the Sports Wire, you know, for years, you know about my past. You know that I'm, you know, I've been to prison. I've, you know, and you know that I've rebuilt myself. So for that to be said, I, I understand and can completely agree with that. However, with that said, you have no right... To, to, to say just because, you, you know, see what, what really bugs me about this guy is he's blaming other people for his, his falling short. Now, to a, I'm sure to a point, he's correct. And he's correct in, this, in the assessment that maybe he was held back. However, he's been wrestling for, what, four years, five years? You know, in terms of, you know, Ring of Honor. You know, now he's finally in NXT. Okay, so he's only been on the... He's only been on the big stage for... You know, he's only been, you know, in NXT for less than a year. But before that, Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor's world champion is Jay Lethal. Who's a black... You know, he's a black wrestler. And he's... He's done a lot. He's done a lot in TNA. You know, he had that great run as being the black machismo. Um, you know, so you can't tell me in, you know, in the, the this decade, the 2010s, you know, from in the latter part, from 2016 to now, that there's still racism holding you back. You can't tell me that because we've had black champions. We've, you know, and now granted, there are few and far between. I mean, WWE has had Mark Henry, Booker T, Bobby Lashley. Uh, Bobby Lashley was ECW champion at the time. But, you know, he's been intercontinental champion and the like. You know, Ron Simmons, of course, who was the first black champion in a major company for the NWA or WCW. Um, You know, and so you've had black champions. And like I said, and I'll admit, there have been few and far between. You know, you had Kofi Kingston right now, who's the first African-born professional wrestler uh, champion. So, 
with that said, I understand there have been few and far between, but dude, give it a break. You've only been wrestling for a few years. A lot of these guys, Kofi Kingston was on WWE for 11 years before he got his break. You know, a lot of people were pointing out Booker T, you know, the that Triple H is racist because he wouldn't put him over at WrestleMania, what was it, 19? No, uh, yeah, it was WrestleMania 19. It was two years after the uh, buyout. You know, and everybody's like, oh, well, you know, Triple H is racist because he wouldn't put him over. That's farthest thing from the truth. Okay, you know, and, and Booker T will tell you the same thing. You know, he he had to pay his dues in WWE. You know, it was a new company, but he's five-time WCW champion. And I think Booker T ended up going out to... Uh, his career was done very well. You know, King of the Ring, multiple-time champion, world champion, tag champion, ICUS, and so on and so forth. Two-time Hall of Famer. I think Booker T has done fairly well for himself. Um... You know, and Booker T even came out and said that shirt was not racist. You know, and for this guy, Jordan Miles, to say that, I get it. There are emotional triggers, and I'm not going to deny that. There are emotional triggers for everybody, whether, you know, if you've been put through hell or, you know, experienced something like PTSD. However, with that said, you don't go to Twitter. This guy wanted his 15 minutes of fame. He could have easily, could have easily called Triple H, you know, and said, listen, we got to do something about this shirt. I'm not feeling it. I don't like it. I'm, and, and honestly, I'm kind of offended by it. And that's what I would have done. And that's what he should have done. Behind closed doors, didn't need to go to Twitter and become this big thing because, you know, as Matt Coon stated, Matt Coon kind of retweeted my tweet. And, uh... I've got to find it. Yeah. Uh, He said, I think we've learned a lot about what triggers people through this issue. You know, and there are people of every, uh, of every walk of life on both sides. There were white people siding with him saying, yeah, I was racist. And there were black people siding with the white people saying, "Um, no, it's not racist. Or it had no intent behind it to be racist, you know. And that's really exactly what I said on my show yesterday. It was like, if you're looking at something thinking it's racist, then you have to look in the mirror because you're the one. You know, and I'm not saying that there's never a racist intent behind something, but most of the time, if it makes it to public, it's unintentional. And if you are offended by it, you just kind of let someone know. Or you just don't care. Don't worry about it. It doesn't, you know, just, if, if it doesn't hurt you, harm you physically, financially, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, deal with it. You know, don't worry about it. Now, this shirt, you know, did uh, trigger some past feelings for Jordan Miles, okay? So it hurt him emotionally. So he should have said something at the time. At the time. Or the first day it was released. You know, if he if he said, hey, you know, this isn't the one I designed. I don't want it like that. Or or his new thing was, oh, the first time I saw it was on a white background. Okay, well, 95% of wrestling shirts are black. So you had to think at some point it would be put on a black shirt. So, you know, ultimately, this guy sealed his fate, whatever happens to him. So that's what that is. All right, I'm going to take a quick break and... I believe I might have something else to talk about right after this. 
Okay, I am back. Thank you for listening again to the Sports Wire. I am Vinny Apicella, and uh, I am here with you again. This is what, day 10 in a row or something. But I wanted just to check in and just be like, listen. Okay, I did finally get to watch Monday Night Raw today. It was put on Hulu. And I was able to, uh, I was able to watch it. And you know what? I've got to say something. Something that's missing in wrestling nowadays is heat. And I mean real heat. I, you know, and I think I've said it before. Numerous other podcasters have said it. Nobody wants to be hated anymore. You know, when, back in like the 70s and 80s when, you know, you had, you know, big time heels like Jim Cornette, Jerry Lawler, you know, Ric Flair, they would get real heat because they actually lived their gimmick. Not, oh, I'm only an actor on TV, you know, we know that. But here's the thing, I like what they're doing, I, I have to say, I really like it. I like what they're doing with Lana, Rusev, and Bobby Lashley. Lashley and Lana are getting all types of serious heat. And I mean nuclear heat to the point where, you know, Lashley, I guess Lana and Lashley have both come out saying they've been getting death threats. Okay, that's good. Remember when Sergeant Slaughter did the Iraqi sympathizer gimmick? He got death threats. And I'm not saying that people should ever threaten somebody for good. Or, you know, for real, or actually carry it out because of a wrestling storyline. But that just shows the believability, the heat behind it. I think, you know, how many times did Cornette try to get, try almost get beat up by fans? You know, how many times did this happen or that happen that people took a shot at Bobby Heenan? You know, that was heat. You rile up the fans. Uh, Glenn Gilberti, who's the uh, disco inferno. From WCW days. He, he put a tweet out saying. You know what's missing in wrestling? Old ladies. Uh, trying to hit the, the heels. Or trying to. Beat up the bad guys. With their heels. And. He said. And the heels are missing. Because it's true. You see somebody do something dastardly on TV. But then you look at their Instagram. That's, you know, that's one of the things. Like with Alexa Bliss. Like, she was supposed to be healed for so long, and I, and I made a comment to her on, I think on Twitter. She had posted a, a picture of her pet pig, you know, Larry Steve. And Larry Steve has his own Instagram and all that kind of stuff, and I guess he's a deaf pig or something. Um, and I'm like, you're so great. You're such a great woman, and it makes it hard for me to not like you. You know, and and I think that's the majority of social media is that, see, Matt Kuhn stated something that, you know, social media should be used X, Y, and Z, you know, in order to get over your character, your your storyline, make you money somehow, whatever. Okay. Becky Lynch has been doing, Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey did awesome with that. They really furthered their feud because of their Twitter war. Okay. And that's the way it needs to do. You have to drum up the interest. You have to drum up the heat. The Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and Cody Rhodes, you know, the elite, for all the garbage wrestling that's on AEW, that company was built out of social media. And the reason why I say that is because All In had no TV show building up to it. 
all they had was, you know, the indie work, the social media, YouTube, and YouTube, and that's it. You know, and, and it sold out because people were looking for that because they were interested in it. So you get people that really want to do something and you have them stick to the gimmick, stick to the character. Who cares? You know, as long as you don't see a red bead on your forehead from a sniper, you know, and if that's the case, you better get the hell out of Dodge. But the fact is, is you're not going to have somebody really try to kill you. And if you do, your stock value just went through the roof. But see, here's the other difficult part. The PG environment, the politically correct environment that we live in nowadays. You can't have real heels when they are handcuffed to be like, oh, I can't offend this group of people. Or I can't offend, you know, I can't say anything about this. I can't call this person a retard. I can't, you know. And, and, and one of the rules of getting heat is not to put your, your opponent down so far because when they beat you, then you look like an idiot. You have to build them up, but in a very disrespectful way to be like, oh, you're so strong, you know. Um, you're wasting your time out there loving little babies and, and, and uh, you know, uh, giving, giving grandmothers rides back and forth wherever. You know, you're such a good guy that you don't have enough time to do this or that. And, you know, something like that where it builds up the baby face because then when the baby face beats you, hey, you know what, I knew going... You know, we knew going in that the baby phase was the better person. So that is the essence of how it should be booked. It's not booked like that. You know, one thing WWE needs to redo, and I think all of wrestling needs to do, redo, needs to do and they have to get back to the time where there were storylines that actually meant something with people and actually resonated with people and connected with people. This, you know, how many people get cheated on every year? You know, and, you know, taking the, the, the interracial, you know, relationship out of it. But how many people get cheated on every single year in the United States alone? You know, it's a vast majority. So now, Rusev is that guy. His wife is leaving him for another guy. And, and now they just created Rusev as the biggest baby face in history by saying he's a sex addict. So... You know, you go ahead and 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 you have the person, the, the, the husband that's been cheated on, you know, from his wife. Now you have that connection. You know, and I, I really applaud Lana and, and Bobby Lashley for playing along in social media and keeping it going. I saw an Instagram picture of Rusev, uh, you know, earlier today and he was holding a, a baby bald eagle. You know, because Rusev recently just got his citizenship in America. You know, and Lana's like, oh, you're such an attention seeker. You know, and I love that. That's what's missing. When, when Hulk Hogan, or when Earthquake squashed Hulk Hogan on the Brother Love Show, okay, to put him out for almost a year, okay, or for that entire summer because he was filming a movie. But, you know, it's like that resonated with people. And I'm not saying that everybody's going to get sat on by a big 500-pound guy. But Hulk Hogan connected with the fans. The Rock, Steve Austin, they connected with the fans because people wanted to live vicariously through them. 
who wouldn't want to go up to their boss and give them a st- stone cold stunner? Yeah, you know what I mean. So that's what we're missing. We don't have anybody that we can really latch on to. You know, okay. So you have a small one with 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 um, Roman Reigns. You know, cancer survivors. You know, they could they could relate. You know, I'm going to spear cancer or whatever. Okay, great. That's awesome. But there's nobody else. Who else could you honestly relate to on any of the wrestling rosters out there? Nobody. Nobody at all. There's nothing relatable anymore. You can't relate with it. And then when, when you do, and then now that they're doing the Rusev, Lana, Lashley storyline, people are upset, saying it's garbage. You don't know how many people are saying they're so sick and tired of it and it's not. You know, and it's like, I'm like, no, we need that. We need to have some kind of connectability to the performers so that we could really choose a side. You know, putting Rusev on Team Hogan coming up on Thursday at Crown Jewel is awesome. Putting Lashley on Team Flair, awesome. Obviously, Lana's not going to be there, but it's just awesome to see that. It's awesome to see them building the heat that they need. Let's just see where they go with it. Um, You know, because like I said, people on social media are friendly and it ruins the illusion of this guy's an asshole. Well, no, not really. He just adopted a kid from China or he just adopted a baby dog so it didn't get put to sleep. You know what I mean? There's no real heels anymore. There's no real heat. There's no connectability to the audience. Nobody we can get behind. No Steve Austin say, you know what? I'm going to go up to my boss and say, F you, and I'm going to kick him in the gut and give him a stunner. Nobody can really do that because you might get arrested for assault, but at least you live vicariously through Steve Austin. That's my take. So, thank you for listening. Again, my name is Vinny Apsell. Thank you for listening to the Daily Sports Wire on whatever podcast platform that you do listen to it on. Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, Radio Public, Radio.com, I'm working on. Uh, as well as I'm working on iHeartRadio, getting it back. And again, we are powered through Anchor.fm for all your, uh, for, for the easiest way to produce a podcast and everything else. So thank you for listening. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Viapsella SWE. Follow Sportswire on Twitter and Instagram at Sportswire Audio. And as always, you can email us, sportswireaudio at gmail.com and go to www.sportswireaudio.com. Have a great night. And we'll see you tomorrow right here on the Sports Wire.